Hi, welcome to the Successful Writer Podcast. I'm Alana Terry and really glad that you joined me today. I hope it's been a great week so far. Today we are talking about what to do when a series is not selling. So this is sort of a continuation of our last episode, which is ways to triage and try to figure out why your book or series isn't selling. But even if you go through every single one of the steps that we talk about in that episode, the truth is readers prefer some types of books to others. They're going to prefer some of your series or your standalones to others. And sometimes we're not going to know the rhyme or reason for that. So today's episode is what to do if you've gone through the triage steps, you know how to market some books because you've got a proven track record and yet you still have a series or a book that isn't selling well. Here are some tips of what you can do with that and I hope it's helpful for you. Hi, Alana Terry here. Today we are talking about what to do with a series that just isn't selling. If you don't do series or you have some standalones, this can apply to standalones as well. So what we like to say to keep ourselves and our fellow indie authors motivated and encouraged is there's a market for every book, but the truth of the matter is there are some books that are gonna sell better than others. There are some series that are gonna take off better than others. You're not always going to be able to predict reader behavior if you've got your eye really, really keenly on the industry and you've got the personality type that can project trends as they're becoming trends, it's going to be easier for you. But for any of us, we're never going to be able to predict with 100% accuracy which of our books and which of our series are going to take off and which are going to just kind of be there and which are actually going to not sell well for you at all. So when I'm talking about a series that isn't selling, what I'm talking about is... Here's the checklist is I guess a better way to put it to, to know if your series is not selling just because you haven't learned all the marketing or if there's actually something inherent in the series for right now. So questions to ask yourself to know if this applies to you is, and again, if you do standalones, just substitute in your brain book for series, right? Do you have a series that you can market profitably with ads? And if the answer is yes, and then if you also have a series that you have not managed to market profitably with ads, then you can consider this training to apply to you. If you still are kind of getting your feet wet with the ads, or you've done a little bit, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, then you might want to go and first test and see. Maybe you just need more experience with ads. Maybe you need to run more tests. Maybe you need some outside help, someone who's had more experience to come and look at your dashboards. But basically what we're talking about now is people who know how to sell a well-sold well -sold series who still have books that do not sell well. So in my case, I've got several series and a couple standalone that I know are going to pretty consistently always get me profit when I run ads to them. But I also have a couple series that pretty consistently lose money when I run ads to them. And so that's what we're talking about now. What, we, what do we do when we've got a series that isn't selling and we're pretty sure from past experience that we don't need to blame our ads experience, right? So the first thing that I encourage you to do is just recognize that that's the way of the industry. Some books and series are going to sell better than others. Some books and series, even if they're written just as well, they're written with just as much writing to market in mind, 
They have just as professional covers and blurbs. For some reason, some of them are not going to sell as well. One thing I encourage you to do is don't write it off forever. Don't say this series is never going to make me money from ads. For example, my book bundles, like my box sets, used to not sell well with ads. They're priced at $9.99. And a couple years ago, what I found was that was too much to ask for a new reader to pay. But now my book box set ads do really, really, really well. This is going to be the first year where my top selling book looks like it's going to be one of my box sets and not one of my standalones or one of my book one in series. So just because it's not working well today doesn't mean it's not going to work well in six months or 12 months. So that's one thing to keep in mind is that the market does always shift. And just because something didn't work for you at one point, hey, it might work for you at another point. Similarly, just because it doesn't work for you in the U.S. store, it might work for you great in Canada or Australia. And now Facebook, BookBub, and Amazon ads now allow you to target those other regions. So that's worth doing a tiny bit of experimenting if you want. But let's say you've done all the testing, you've done all the tweaking, you've done all the optimizing, and your series still loses you money when you run some paid ads to it. What do you do then? All right, so the first thing you want to do with something that isn't selling, you want to look at your cover, your blurb, your reviews, all of those things. But again, let's say that you've checked off every single one of those and you have proven experience with other books and series that do sell well. So first of all, like I said, you accept that this is just part of the unpredictability of the indie author industry. Another thing I encourage you to do is remember the 80-20 rule. And there, the rule basically states that 20% of what you do is going to be responsible for 80% of your results. And so the bottom line, the takeaway, if you don't like diving into the numbers, is basically spend time on the things that get you big results and don't spend a lot of time tweaking things where even if you get them as perfect as possible, the results are going to be kind of minuscule. It's one reason why I don't spend a ton of time doing international Amazon ads at this point in history, because I've done some, they don't get me huge results. And so it's not really worth spending, you know, dozens of hours doing it. I've got some set up and I just let them run in the background. So if you're in the position that you've got some series that sell really, really well with ads and a series or two that does not sell well with ads, first thing you do Focus your attention on the things that sell well. That's where the money is going to be made. You do not need to give each of your series equal attention for marketing. Don't think about it like children where you want to be like, well, I spent $100 on this kid for Christmas presents, so I need to spend $100 on this kid. No, these aren't children in that sense. Basically, you want to put your money and your time and your mental energy into the things that you know are going to get you the most return. So A, Go ahead and focus on the series that you know sell well and don't feel bad about these series that aren't selling well because eventually every time you get a reader into your ecosystem and they love your books, they're eventually going to be invited to find their way to all of your backlist books. So I have maybe about a quarter or so of my catalog that I consider deep backlist. These are books that I don't spend money on advertising in general. I do email my newsletter list about them, but I don't see them as series starters. I don't see them as entry points into my book universe. I see them as the deep backlist books. So a way to think about it is, let's think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a minute, because most of you know, I adore the Marvel movies. 
people start with the really big ones. They start with the Iron Man and the Avengers, right? And then if they really like those, then they get into kind of like the mid list, like the ones that are a little more out there. And then if they become huge fans, then they go into all the TV shows and all the extra things. And so let's think about the books that don't sell as well for us and the series that maybe even lose us money on ads. Think of those as the deep, deep backlist. They're still going to get you some money. They are giving your readers something to read while you're working on your next book. So they're not hurting you in any way and you're not spending time and money and energy on ads. So you're not losing anything. So in that case, it makes sense to just keep those as your deep backlist books, get rid of any guilt you feel because you haven't optimized them and just recognize these are kind of little hidden treasures for your super fans. And that's a very okay way to look at it. Here are two questions that you want to ask yourself, though, to make sure that just keeping those books and series as your deep backlist is the right choice for you. The first one you want to ask yourself is, are you mentally okay having a series that's not being promoted? For some of us, that makes us feel just kind of anxious. It makes us feel like we're forgetting something. It leaves us like as we're falling asleep at night with that sense of, I know I forgot to do something I was supposed to do. So again, I would encourage you to remember that 80-20 rule. Remember that you can spend 80% of your time on the small chunk of things that get you the big returns. You don't need to spend 100% of your time on 100% of what you've done. So... As long as your book or series is not causing you stress, the next question you want to ask yourself is, does it actually hurt your also bots somehow or does it hurt your brand? In some cases, if you've got super professional quality books out now, but 10 years ago, you published some books under the same name with very poor covers and poor editing and the reviews are complaining and it's a pretty different type of book. Maybe it's not a totally different genre, but a very different subgenre, for example. The next question you need to ask yourself is, does having this book or series exist hurt your brand. So remember, if we're thinking about keeping these non-selling books as deep backlist books, we want them to be the hidden jewels that our super fans find and love. We don't want them to be the book that leaves such a bad taste in a reader's mouth that they decide not to read our novels ever again. So that's the only other time where it might make sense to unpublish a book or series that isn't selling well. And that is if it's really hurting your brand because it's totally different than what you've done before or it's the quality is significantly lower than what your readers expect from you now. In that case, it's probably fine to just unpublish and don't worry about it. There's no rule that says that you need to keep in publication everything you've ever written. There's no rule that says you need to finish a series, especially if that series isn't selling. There's no rule that says that you owe your readers a complete trilogy or a complete however many books you thought it was going to be at the beginning because you are in an unspoken social contract with your readers, right? The contract kind of loosely goes, if you keep buying books in the series, I will keep producing books in the series until the series is done. If your readers are not buying the series, it's probably not worth finishing. So that would be another case where as long as it does not make you feel unable to sleep at night, it's okay to walk away from a series that isn't selling well. And then again, what you can do is decide, does the series existing hurt your brand? And if so, you can unpublish, you could put it under a new pen name, things like that. 
If it doesn't hurt your band, go ahead and keep it in the deep, deep backlist. And at least your super fans will have something to find. It's kind of a hidden treasure after they've read all of your more popular books. So those are a few ways to look at your series that is not selling. Once again, you do want to look at first things like your sales page, your reviews, your cover, your branding, your ads, your marketing, right? But if all of those things are really spot on, plus you know you have proven sales and marketing experience from other series and you still aren't getting a series to be profitable when you run ads, those are some ideas of what you can do with said series. I have a romance series that I keep as deep, deep backlist. I have a woman's fiction series that I keep as deep, deep backlist. And right now my focus is on the suspense. So my biggest fans will read all my suspense and then they'll be like, I want more Lana Terry books, but she hasn't written anything new. So I'll go and read this, you know, this romance series and things like that. It doesn't hurt. Um, and it's not losing me any money because I'm not spending money on ads for those books. And it's not causing me any stress and it's not making me lose any sleep because I still think they're well-written books. I'm still proud of them. I still feel like they complement my brand. And so I treat them as the hidden gems that my super fans will find. So again, those are the questions you can ask yourself when you have a series that is not selling well. And I hope that, that was helpful for you and we'll talk soon. Hey, I hope that was useful for you all and gave you some good tips and advice and maybe even the freedom to not stress so much if you've got some books that aren't selling as well as others. Again, if you haven't listened to our previous episode just about what to do when your books aren't selling, how to triage that, how to know if it's your sales page or your blurb or anything like that, go ahead and take a listen to our previous episode that'll give you some other helpful tips and tricks. And we'll talk to you guys next time. You've been listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. If you want some help with your Amazon ads and don't know where to start, you can get the Amazon Ads Starter Kit for free when you sign up at courses.alanaterry.com slash kit. This will give you everything you need to get your ads running in 30 minutes or less when you sign up for free at courses.alanaterry.com slash kit for your Amazon Ads Starter Kits today. <laughs>